Hey, what's up, you crazy motherfuckers? This is John Gallagher of Dying Fetus. You're listening to a vulgar display of podcast. Stay fucking brutal. Welcome to the Vulgar Display of Podcast. Live from the Barn Studio, you got the mocks here, and I'm joined with a special guest online right now. We have John from Dying Fetus. John, how are you, man? Doing well. What's up, guys? What's going on? Not a lot. We, uh, we're we pretty excited. We got one of the hottest metal albums, I think, of the whole entire year. It's showing up already on a lot of uh, year-end lists, and I can say that it'll probably be on ours as well. Uh, it's exciting time for you guys, and you're getting ready to head out on tour as well. Yes, sir, man. Fucking everything's going great. We're happy about the new album, Make Them Big for Death. Uh, strong first week sales numbers. Everything's looking good. We have a strong tour coming out. Yeah, man, couldn't be happier. This is this is what we want to do, and, and like a dream come true, you know, just to do what we want to do and play metal for a living, and couldn't be happier, really. And you guys are legends in the metal and death metal game. Been doing this for decades at this point. Are you guys, I kind of liken you guys to like the ACDC of death metal. In that <laughs> in that you know who you are, you're very self-aware, your fans know who you are and what they, what they expect of you, you guys always deliver. Is that the case? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. We, we're we're kind of in tune with our style. We kind of you know, been doing this for a number of years and staying true to our roots and, and just trying to refine ourselves, make ourselves a little more interesting, you know, work on our crafts, work on our instruments, make the, you know, vocals more intense, more brutal, that kind of thing. Um, any kind of enhancement we can do, but also while remaining, you know, to our roots and not doing anything too outlandish or off the wall. Yeah, kind of like ACDC in that sense. Like, yeah, you know what to expect. You know what's coming. Yeah, and just make it a party. This is a party, a celebration, man. So that's what music is meant for, to have fun, to to release, you know, to let loose all these things. Yeah, so here we are, man. And I think what the Vulgar Display of Podcast and many Dying Fetus fans probably would all agree on is you guys are the perfect mix of everything we love about metal right because there's some shreds in there that absolutely rip but you also got the grooves there's a lot of dynamic in your songs and your songwriting where you're able to keep it interesting but again we know what you're going to deliver you guys always deliver you've been you know i, I like it it's almost like a fullback you're just putting your head down going to work for all these years <laughs> road dogging it for as long as you guys have right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. It's just like a real tedious, daunting kind of process. Just slowly, like, 
moving up in the world, you know, which is cool because we don't want instant. You don't want instant success, you know, because then you, you know, you become spoiled, you know, like nothing has really been handed to us. So, you know, it's just like, you know, we're, we're just really blessed and everything that we're kind of moving in the right direction. But, but we don't take anything for granted. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's just like just putting your head down to the grindstone and just doing what you got to do. And that's, that's what it's all about for us. We've chosen our path in life, which is, you know, brutal death metal. And that's what we want to stick to, you know, but, you know, we'll, 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 we'll switch things up. Like we'll try some different things. So you got a song like when the trend ends and there's a different beat, a different vibe to that beginning that, you know, different kind of uh tempo. And then you have something like throw them in a van where it's a complete short grindcore song. There's actually no slam riffs on that song. You know, try to throw in some twists, like where you think maybe, oh, here's here's going to be predictable slam. Oh, there isn't one here. Okay. Uh, throw some soft curveballs here and there. But, um, yeah, yeah. But besides that, just want to keep it, you know, aggressive, intense, and brutal. With the release of you guys' record, and then obviously Cannibal has a new album coming out this week, I think. Already critically acclaimed records. But I also think about like this new wave of American death metal that we're getting. And I know you've taken some of these guys out on tour, but like the Frozen Souls and the 200 Stab Wounds and the Senga Sigabogs. What's your opinion on where metal is right now, and especially death metal? I feel like death metal's in a good spot right now. It's on the up. People are getting into it. It's getting more exposure. People aren't so afraid of it anymore. There's not the stigma of, of oh, these guys are weird and Satanists and on. The new generation is, is not not going with this kind of stereotype anymore, kind of embracing the metal and, and stuff. And, and it's becoming a bigger scene, um, more widely accepted and, and, and everything. And, you know, you got Metallica out there, you know, they're doing, they're being a metal band again. And I think they're kind of paving the way people are taking heavy metal more seriously now. And, and, and um, people aren't, as afraid of it anymore. You don't have like this thing like the PMRC or whatever it was back in the day. And the, uh, you know, all this stuff, people are worried about, you know, more serious uh, problems of the world and not like heavy metal and this and that, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah. And you mentioned the make them, make them beg for death tour with Acacia strain, despise icon, creeping death gates to hell. And I know some other openers on different bills. We're going to be catching it at the Lyric at Skyway in Minneapolis on November 11th. Can't wait to catch that show. But you guys notoriously take out bands that maybe don't fit in the same genre that you guys are. You guys often have taken out yeah. hardcore bands. And I know you're probably a fan of all metal, which is kind of, you know, the big umbrella of it. But uh, is that important to you to expose some people to other different genres and bands? Yeah, I feel like it is, you know, you can only preach the choir so much, you know, you can only pander to so many people. It, it, so it's important for the whole scene. It's important for us, you know, for like having strong turnouts. You know, it's the thing is, it's like a lot of times we have done like all metal, death metal packages and, and it generally does not do as well as as when you, um, you know, cross, cross, um, some genres together, bring in some deathcore, bring in some hardcore, bring some more people to the party, you know, and not just preach to one subgenre and stuff. So it's important, you know, some people have a problem with it. I know, I mean, 
I mean, I apologize to anyone that's like just wants to see strictly brutal, heavy death metal. I know how that could be. You know, when I was in my twenties, I was a bit close-minded, sort of like that too. You know, I just wanted my bands like Deicide, Malevolent Creation, Napalm Death. You know, the bands that were really heavy and going on at that time, and and I didn't really want anything weaker. I wouldn't. You know, like when bands would take out like a thrash band back then, for example, it would be like, ah, oh, this thrash band is weak. Like, like I like Sacred Reich, but I remember when Sacred Reich went out with Napalm Death. I can't think of the other ones, but it was all death metal and it had Sacred Reich and it's kind of like they were the oddball. And I was like, ah, this is kind of weak. I want to hear blast beats. I want to hear. So I know how it is, you know, for some people that are like obsessed with a certain one genre and they just want that, you know, I get that, but, but it's like, you know, as a business perspective and stuff and, you know, to sustain a career, to have you know, people come to the shows is very important for us and what have you to keep going with this. So, so you have to kind of cross over and do all that. We're, in fact, we're doing a, a strictly hardcore festival down in Florida in a couple of months and, you know, it's, yeah, and that's great for us. That's that gives us a little more strength and, and what have you, and stability to be able to cross over. And you know, if people want us to succeed. You know, we have to do this kind of stuff. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, just everybody, come on out. You know, if you don't like that band that's playing, eh, go to the bar or go, you know, chat with your friends or something. But but we're all in this together. All these bands are all trying to make it and. and and we're just trying to make it a, like one scene, you know, no, we're not hating on everybody, you know, like if we, you know, we'll probably play with some black metal bands in the future, you know, just mix it up you know, keep it interesting. Yeah. And you know how the metal world can be elitist at times, right? Where it's not this and they kind of snub their nose at some yeah. things. And I think that's, yeah, going, that's yeah. I think it feels like that's going away. And we actually just interviewed uh, Scott Lee, the founder of the New England Metal and Hardcore Festival. And I know you guys played that yeah. last weekend. How was that festival for you guys? It was great. A great, great in many ways. We actually um, we filmed some footage for Throw Them in the Van. We're making a video for that. So we took some footage from that fest. And um, yeah, it was a great time. Um, that guy, Scott Lee, has done a lot for us. I think we've played the Palladium up there more than any other venue. It's like that and the Masquerade down in Atlanta, maybe. But, um, yeah, yeah, you know, it's those walls are kind of coming down for these for the metal guys. And, I mean, we get along with all these bands, like Chelsea Grin. And, I mean, but I'll get along with Dia's side, too, you know. Like, you know, like, it's just all about being cool. And I think the bands that are cool, and people recognize this, you know, like, like people can, well, detect a douchebag. Uh, you know, you can kind of tell who's cool and who's not through the years. And, and, and people want to stick with the cool guys. They want. They don't want people that are arrogant or fucking egocentric or something like this. It's it's all about just just being modest and and that carries you way further. You know, in, in this industry than being a douchebag and all this and. But yeah, man, it's like everyone just needs to accept all the different genres. And, it, you know, you don't have to go out and buy everything, but just, just have an open ear, open mind. Don't be so quick to put people down, you know, because you have to try something different sometimes. We're not all going to agree on 
everything in the world. So just accept that you know, people have other opinions, you know, and move on. Absolutely. With, um, you know, with the impressive career that you guys have had, who out there has a career that you're impressed with? Who out there do you think they're doing it the right way? I mean, obviously, I always felt like Cannibal Corpse have been doing it the right way, you know, and I follow a lot of their kind of sort of philosophies in the sense of like, you know, this whole don't change, stay in your box. You know, I credit that to Cannibal Corpse, you know, and, you know, they're obviously successful. They're leaders of the game and all this. So it's like, okay, I, you know, years ago, kind of looked, kind of analyzed them quickly. Oh, what are they doing? Oh, they're doing the same thing. They're not, you know, yeah, doing it in a good way, but you know, they're staying true. And that's, that's one thing I've been impressed by and, and um, stick to your guns kind of thing. And that's, you know, obituary, same way. You know, bands have just kind of been doing their thing for all these years. Those are the ones I admire, kind of look up to. Deicide, even, you know. Um, bands that take themselves seriously and just keep moving forward. Those are the ones that we kind of look to. Does it come back to hard work? Because all these bands that you're mentioning, they're pretty notorious road dogs. Uh, yeah. Pretty notorious yeah. hard workers. Yeah. And, yeah. and consistent as well, putting out the albums and you know what to what to expect from bands like that. But it's really come, come down to hard work. It really does. It really does. Like I had a talk with a guy and um, I believe Mike from century media at a festival, you know, you, you know, we do a lot of these festivals and a lot of bands come together, of course, different managers kind of come together under the same roof. And sometimes you get in conversations and what have you. And then, you know, I was just kind of saying, sometimes it's not really up. I mean, yes, a record label is important, right? But, it's ultimately up to the band to carry themselves, you know, their work ethic, how much they put in, how seriously are you taking this, you know, are you ready to dedicate your life? Are you, you know, are you just a weekend warrior? Like, yeah, it comes down to hard work, you know. Uh, bands that are succeeding are the ones that are putting themselves out there, like a band like, you know, Frozen Soul or something. That, like you said, 200 stab wounds. Bands have stuck it out, like Cattle Decap, they... They were never like a big band back in the day, right? They, but they were always out there supporting some band. They were putting in the work. You couldn't, for a time, you couldn't get away from them, you know? And that, and that, <laughs> yeah, right. That's, you know, whether you like a band or not, but, but you kind of have to stick it out. You have, you know, yeah, sometimes a band will be lucky and, and you know, just come out the box, come out the gate and, and be successful. But oftentimes they have to put in the work. They have to invest you know, decades or something to to get somewhere in this because it's not mainstream music. It's not, you know, it, it, you have to prove yourself with time, kind of. There's no real, like, shtick that's going to come out, I mean, and make you, like, super huge. I don't feel like, even, like, the girl thing, like, people are kind of, you know, desensitized by that. That's kind of like a trick. Oh, we'll get a chick in the band, and that's going to carry us forward and make us big. Yeah, people are kind of used to that now, and, it's not just that. You have to have the drive. You have to have the, the determination to carry forward. And that, and that's what it's all about. The bands that start getting older and they start slacking off and, and you know, not putting in the work. And they, you know, they start tapering off and the new bands start taking over. So you have to be aggressive. you got to be hungry. That Again, that's what, you know, Cannibal Corpse has remained successful because they've, they've been unwavering. They've, 
just keep producing albums and stay in your face. And, and hey, there you go. That's the winning recipe. Is it a little bit of a, like peskiness? Like, hey, we're not going away. You're going to maybe even get sick of hearing us. But is, <laughs> is that some of, you know, can you attribute some of the success to that? Yeah, yeah. It can be, and I've heard that before. Like, I remember one time we played down in Florida at this place we used to always play. And, like, I remember just talking to some random person at the show. We were actually playing with a band called Sworn Enemy. And they were opening up for us. And, um... I don't know, just chatting with this person or something. And they're, they're like, yeah, yeah, I came down here for sworn enemy, you know? Oh, and they're like, Oh, dying fetus. Ugh, I've seen them so many times. Uh, <laughs> they didn't even realize I was in the band. Oh, funny. Then I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, I get that. But yeah, sometimes that could happen. Like you hit a place too many times. You can kind of maybe burn yourself out, but it's kind of necessary to do that. But, you know, be a squeaky wheel, I guess, you know, yeah, you just got to keep doing it. You know, if people aren't going to listen, they're not going to listen. But there's going to be people that are going to catch on if you if you just stay out there, you know. This is the Vulgar Display of Podcast. Join with John of Dying Fetus. If you're listening to this, you're going to go out and check that new album out. It's a total banger. Make them beg for death tour. I have a couple oddball questions before I let you get out of here, John. Are okay. you Are you familiar with the MMA show Morning Combat at all? Has this come across your radar at all? No, 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 no. Okay. I don't know anything about. <laughs> okay. Let me put it on your radar real quick, if you don't mind. There's actually two co-hosts, and it's a UFC MMA analyst uh, show that they do, and they do it on YouTube, and they're great. I'm a big fan of it. Well, one is a death metal fan. He, lo- he waves the flag, Cannibal, Dying Fetus, Pantera, all these things. Then the other guy, BC, is kind of a kind of a fruity guy. He's like uh, he's into the fish and and all these other kind of hippie, trippy bands. Well, they have a bet going right now on picking, like, who wins fights, and one of them has to go to the other person's concert of choice. And I think Luke Thomas, who's the metal guy, has picked you guys to come. I wasn't sure if that was on your radar or not. No, I don't. It's just, like, fighting you're talking about. I don't know anything about <laughs> I'm sorry for my ignorance. But I'm stuck in a death metal world, you know, as you can tell. But <laughs> what is this, like, fighting kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, but they're just fans, and, and I wasn't sure if you were aware of it or not. It's kind of a big deal. Uh, a lot of people talk about it in that world, so I wasn't sure if, again, that kind of came across your radar. But I do want to ask you about um, your appearance on uh, South Park. Tell us how that came about, if you don't mind, and uh, what that experience was like for you guys. Yeah, that was just a, a, a complete surprise to all of us. I didn't know. I was, a, I was actually on tour with my woman and um over in greece we we're having a, a greek vacation when that happened and i was just like okay started receiving these texts from my manager oh you're on south park you're you know and and, and all that and i was like wow okay pleasant surprise for sure you know like it's one of our like reigning achievements you know <laughs> really it's like uh i mean so yeah, but we didn't have really much to do with it. I guess the record label relapse maybe caught wind of it or something like that. But it was just kind of sort of a shock, I guess. And um, yeah, I'm really happy to have that done. You know, that's what I've been wanting for years. You know, any outside source, we, you know, that's what I was saying the other night. It's like we need another guy or show or something to bring us to light, you know, some actor or something, you know, something like the Jim Carrey thing with Cannibal Corpse, that 
Right. I would love love for some comedian, somebody to be like, oh, I'd like, you know, shed some more light on dying fetus. But um, yeah, that was killer with, with South Park, man. I'm eternally grateful for them for, for having us on their show, for sure. And, you know, back in the day, it was Beavis and Butthead, right? Because we just spoke to uh, Gore. Oh, yeah. We just spoke to Gore, and I had forgotten that it's actually the Beavis and Butthead game. The whole purpose of the game is to go to a Guar show. So it's, like, so funny. But, yeah, you know, Beavis and Butthead was oh. notorious for playing oh, metal yeah. bands. Yeah, yeah, they were. They, I remember them making fun of Morbid Angel, and they're like, oh, what is that guy, a bear? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like and, um, you know, it's funny. They, they, I like some, you know, I'm not a shame to say it. I like some hair metal or whatever, that kind of stuff, because I feel like it's good music, you know, really good guitar work, you know, winger, like, for example, they're actually a pretty good band. They have some pretty good songs. I know some death metal guys would, you know, want to kill me for saying this, but but their guitarist Red Beach is fucking incredible and, and all that. So I don't know. Yeah, Beavis. They would make fun of people. They would kind of bring some people to the top, or they would tear tear people down. You know. But yeah, yeah. They didn't seem to like death metal so much. I think Napalm Death was on there, and they made fun of that too. But of course, they loved White Zombie and all that. But you know, they, I think death metal was a little too much for Mike Judge. It seems. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Join here with John from Dying Fetus. Go out and get the new album, Make Them Beg for Death, and catch them on tour uh, on the Make Them Beg for Death tour. We're going to be catching them November 11th in Minneapolis at the Lyric at Skyway. John, we really appreciate your time. Be safe out on the road, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. Thank you for all the support. Love you guys, man. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you out there at that show, man. Take care. (laughs) 